Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. You've joined a global movement of sales professionals who are dedicated to being authentic and building trust. We call it Selling from the Heart. Together, we are on a mission to bring sincerity and substance to the sales profession we all love. Get ready to be inspired and equipped as we join our hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh, hey, you know, we got all kinds of things going on. Falls in the air, Selling from the Heart's plugging away. Great seeing you. We're in for a treat today, Daryl. Uh, we've got Stacy Sherman in the house. This is going to be a fun conversation. And Larry, the conversations we get to have on a almost daily basis now with various members of the Selling from the Heart community is so much fun just interacting and hearing stories from like-hearted sales professionals all over the world. You know, absolutely. I, I just have to give a shout out to a phenomenal heart-centered sales leader, Dan Carroll. I know you're out there. I just enjoy it. It's rare. I try not to, but it's rare that I check my email on a Saturday and I happen to glance down, saw he goes, hey, I got a 90-minute window. You want to get caught up? I had a phenomenal conversation with Dan Carroll, a heart-centered leader on a Saturday. Dan, I appreciate you. Love it, love it, love it. And by the way, we're here. This is being uh, released right here in the middle of Q4. Many of us are gunning towards making this a fantastic finish to the year. If you need some encouragement to do that, well, guess what? <laughs> Larry, Larry Levine himself serves up a fresh dose of daily inspiration every morning in your inbox. And Larry, this is the time. I think this is the time we need it. There's a lot of pressure in all sincerity on, on salespeople right now as we move into the end of the year. And your daily dose of inspiration is keeping us fired up, keeping us focused and keeping us heart centered. You know, absolutely. They hit your inbox. It's never to be repeated. It's something that I think about before I wrap up my day prior. I put take what's in my head, throw it into a, a message, and it hits your inbox every morning. Yeah, it's truly a gift. So if you would like the daily dose of inspiration, if you already have it, why don't you share it with your friends in sales um, around the bullpen and other friends in sales? To get it, it's free. You just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash daily. Look for it in the show notes, sellingfromtheheart.net slash daily. Well, today we have an incredible guest in the studio. Get ready to dive into the world of customer experience with our friend Stacy Sherman. She is a certified customer experience maven and the genius behind the Doing CX Right podcast and the transformative heart and science framework. With over 20 years of shaping giants like Verizon and AT&T, she's not just talking the talk, she's walking the walk. You'll find her featured in top-tier spots like Forbes and on the board of directors or leadership of several universities. And her mission resonates deeply to craft lasting relationships that touch lives. Stacy, welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. It's an honor to have you here. Well, thank you so much. What a lovely introduction. It was. It was great. Like minds, like hearts. Great seeing you, That's Stacey. right. We're going to have- <laughs> And a, I'm in my red. You're I'm wearing my red. Hey, I love it. Deep pad. That's just right <laughs> on brand. And the red, nails. You got a work. 
Oh, I'm here. I'm you, really here with you. It's time to go. And you know how it all begins, Stacy. Every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers this one question. What does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Is there any other way? There you go. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> They're short, sweet, to the point. I love it, Stacy. Yeah. I mean, really? No, seriously. Really? Is there any other way? I mean, I guess, yes, there is another way or we would have no reason to talk and there would be no reason for a podcast. So, yes, um, we need to bring the heart to business and that's every role of the business. So there's no other way. So, you know, we're going to have a great conversation. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Let's just dig a little bit deeper on this. When you say it's the only way, that's just, I, I just want to just expand on this just for a little bit because there are some people out there going, I may not buy what y'all are cooking here. Just help us mm -hmm. dig in and convince some of those people who may not be non-believers on why this might be the right way, given the circumstances that are out there in today's world with sellers. Hmm. Well. First of all, we are human beings. We are merging with technology, merging, and which is why it's even more important that the heart is in business and the culture because people buy from people they trust. People buy from people they like. And when you have that, it's really from the authenticity and it's really from the heart more than the brain that people want to connect. So selling is old traditional selling is dead. It's the relationship and the authenticity and the connection that's in. I love it. And this is what creates the experience. And, you know, there is an entire world, there's an entire discipline of customer experience that largely lives outside the sales profession. Um, I think that needs to be fixed. And uh, this is a step in that direction here today. But there's this world of, of customer experience where, where companies are thinking very, very strategically about how do we create an amazing experience for our customers? We here at Selling from the Heart understand that customer experience is created by sales professionals themselves, regardless of what their company is doing or not doing. Um, I'm curious, as we get started here, for our friends in sales that may kind of be new to the concept of customer experience and its broader uh, definition in the world, talk to us a bit about that customer experience and how you got so passionate about it in your career. Love this question. I'm going to start off by saying something that I want people to write this down. Customer experience and customer service are not the same thing. Do not use those words interchangeably. Customer service is really important and a part of customer experience. Let me explain. So customer experience is about an entire journey that people will go through when they interact with your brand. It starts with awareness and interest, what we know typically is marketing. It might be a salesperson explaining and generating that interest. But there's how they learn, how they buy, typically buying is 
a salesperson, but it could be an e-commerce channel as well. Learn, buy, get, use, pay. Yes, you Mm -hmm. finance people. You have a CX job. Pay, get help. Get help is customer service. It's pretty reactive. And so it's the whole entire journey that someone goes through. And here's the magic. If the marketing's great, if they buy and it's easy, but getting set up or paying their bills so hard, it doesn't matter the beginning of the journey was fantastic. They'll leave and vice versa. The beginning's hard, but then it is overcome, right? The whole journey matters. And so I want to emphasize that customer experience is the whole journey. Customer service is the point where you need help. The customer service, your 800 number, your chat, and the whole thing in totality matters. And what happens is the companies that are doing it right are designing the whole experience with their salespeople in the room, with their finance people Mm -hmm. in the room, with their marketing, legal, et cetera. And then they're validating with real customers that what they designed is actually meeting their real needs. I'll pause there. Yeah, you know what I what I really like about this, and I I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying, and I'm just throwing my hat on to back when I was in the sales world and all that. And everyone was always talking about customer service, customer service, customer service, and we weren't talking about the experience. But here's where I want to go with this, and I'd be curious your thoughts is and looking at this through a sales-centric lens for just a moment. I may or may not control the customer service aspect of this because there's going to be some things out of my control. But I sure can control the customer experience because it's how I show up. So, yes, and the and is something that pains me. The pain is that when I've worked with variety of brands, they have an account manager. That's my point of contact. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they're trying their darnest to have to help me, whether it's pre-sale, post-sale, the relationship. But what happens is the company doesn't equip the salesperson, the account relationship manager to do their job. And they're really stuck. Mm -hmm. And what happens is sometimes I've had to actually ask, can I have a different account manager? Because they're just not getting it. Mm -hmm. And other times, I have such empathy because I'm like, you are so good, but the company's not letting you deliver on the promise from the back office. So pain. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting if you think about the sales role um, in many times, even, you know, long after the transaction, the salesperson's finding themselves in the middle between a customer that they want to delight and, uh, you know, maybe a Hmm. broken process on the back end and running a lot of interference. And I I love, you know, I think for all of the leaders listening in, this is, you know, this is something to get a highlighter out in your notes on this and go, hey, are we equipping our sales teams with what they need to really be able to get things done? And are we equipping our our support people after the fact with what they need so the salespeople don't have to run interference all the time to just protect um, the customers and clients that they've brought in. Um, Heart and science. Heart and science (laughs) framework. Now, you got my attention here because I think 
this intersection of heart and science is fascinating. So what is a heart and science framework? Mm. So having spent many, many years in the trenches in marketing, sales, and customer experience roles, they're all blending. Having taken all the experiences in different industries, plus my own research and reading research, I've come up with what is what I'm calling the heart and science model to be actually able to be doing it right. The heart is things we've been touched upon here, where it's the feelings, the emotions that come to business, where the connections with people, the empathy the stopping the gaslighting that's going on, really engaging with the heart of people and the soft skills. And it's a little bit fluffy to some people, but the but it's real. At the same time, there is the science, there's the data, there's the metrics. And so how you can blend them so that you can really retain the people, the customers, your employees, your contact center agents. And it's the blend of the two. And so there's a lot of details behind it, but that's what makes it really uh, sustainable. Walk us through this just a little bit more because I'm fascinated by this is the leaders that get it right what are they doing exceptionally well when it comes to blending both of these together? I'm just curious. You got a couple hours? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll have to get you to come back, but uh, just the Reader's Digest. I'll give you one. Yeah, I'll give you one because there's a lot, a lot here. (laughs) So one of them is, I would even say, let's talk about voice of customer. Now, to some companies, people think, oh, let me just look at my one system of information about the consumer behavior, the buyer behavior, B2B or B2C. But what they're not doing is they're not looking at what's happening on social media, the unsolicited feedback, what's happening with the contact center, your reps, who your agents who are having the interaction with the customer or prospect, what's that data? Who's listening to those calls? You've got your internal information. What's happening is the data siloed. So bringing it all together, the qualitative, the quantitative, the sentiments, all of that together, aggregating it, using it to prioritize. What should you work on first? What can you fix? Mm -hmm. That's an opportunity where you're bringing, like I said, the sentiments, the feelings, the thoughts that people are talking about and what their ratings are, what the banter is, bringing it together, aggregating it. So you break the data silos and the human silos to really fix the problems. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm, Absolutely. And this is such an important and pivotal um, conversation we're having here. And I'll absolutely love this. We're going to take a brief break and hear from one of our sponsors, as well as our friend Kay Miller about what it means to her to sell from the heart. And then we'll rejoin this fascinating conversation with Stacey Sherman. I'm thrilled to introduce to you a revolutionary tool that will change the way you understand yourself and others. 
Our partners at the Y Institute have created the Y.OS Discovery Platform, a powerful tool that in just 10 minutes can help you uncover your core motivations, how you bring them to life, and what others can expect from you. This is more than just a self-awareness tool. It's a game changer for coaches and those who want to help their clients reach their full potential. If you're a coach or a sales leader, go to whyinstitute.com and look for the Y certification. We'll put the link in the show notes. When you reach out to the Y Institute, let them know you heard about it on Selling from the Heart, and you'll be on your way to helping your people discover what drives them. Don't just take our word for it. Go to whyinstitute.com and see the powerful impact the Y.OS discovery can have on your life. Sales is most successful when you help the customer improve their lives or their business. You know, we all want to make a difference. I know you guys are really big on making differences. Like you were talking about donating to charities and causes and stuff and things like that. So we want to make a difference in someone else's life. And um, in order to do that, we have to really dig deep and get to know them and what's, you know, really what they are about so that we can give and provide the very best solution. So that's what I would say selling from the heart means to me. And it doesn't mean that it's 100% altruistic because it's the best way to make sales too. When you can get help someone get what they want, they will want to buy from you again and refer you and buy more and all that good stuff. I love it. <laughs> hey, thank you, Kay. And by the way, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode of Selling from the Heart, just text the word video to 21,000. That's video to 21,000. We'd love to hear your answer to that question. We have a fascinating conversation going on with Stacy Sherman, host of the Doing CX Right podcast and creator of the Transformative Heart and Science Framework. Stacy, this concept of heart and science, and, and we've got a lot of sales leaders um, that listen to this podcast that have an opportunity to um, transform things for their sales team, be a voice up into the higher levels of leadership in the organization. What would you say to sales leaders who are listening in going, okay, you got my attention around customer experience. How can sales leaders be an advocate and support for bringing all of this together? Mm. I would say two things. One, make sure that you're really connected with your marketing people, your customer experience, if you have a leader in your organization, get really close with the different departments, your customer service department as well. Make sure that you have a consistent message that you're giving to the customer, no matter what channel it's coming from. Work together and you have to create it because typically silos exist in every company I've ever been in. You have to own it. You have to be the glue to create that synergy and the consistency. Also, like I talked about the customer service department, go and listening, listen to the calls that your agents are having with your customers. Really understand and listen to their pain points because guess what? When you're out doing pitches or when you're closing a deal or when you're nurturing the relationship so they renew a contract, you really have a sense from outside in to what's really going on and not bring your bias 
to what you hear, what you think, what you see, but really a good perspective. So break silos and own it. Yeah, here's what's interesting is, um, and I just I'm curious on your thoughts on this, Stacy. Is especially around the customer experience, is when we sit there as leaders and we listen to maybe we listen to phone calls and things like this. Is do you believe taking it one step farther would be sales leaders actually going out into the field or executives from these companies going out in the field and actually talking to and having conversations with their customers as a in addition to listening to what's going on. I'm just curious. Are you saying bring the customer service reps out in the field or are you saying, repeat? No, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm looking at this through a forward thinking leader who might go, hey, I understand all this. I'm doing all the listening. I'm listening to the voice of the customer. I'm listening to what my salespeople and all the other people in the company are having to say in their interactions, but actually go out into the field and have conversations with their customers to gain even more awareness awareness of what the experience is to see if it all blends together. So I'm at fault here because I assumed that's what they're doing. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I had you repeat because isn't that part of the role? I mean, is that... You would think, you would think, obviously you would think, but there's some out there that, that quite frankly, and there's some channels out there that may not have some of this all wired together. Okay. And that, and that's why, that's why, and it's, and it's out there and it exists. That's why I was just, pardon me. Sorry. It's table stakes. I mean, that's, that's part of the role. If you don't do that. Yeah. Go, go to a different room, (laughs) go to a different role. I mean, really, I, that's part of the role where the opportunity is, because I assume that's what you're doing. This is where the game change is, yeah. that you are bringing the feedback from that in-house, telling it to the product team, telling it to the marketing team, and their way that two-way conversation of understanding the customers happening and close the loop. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think this is, you know, this is one of those moments. It's a mirror moment for everybody in leadership to go, okay, you know, it's easy to get pulled into the busyness of whatever fire drill is going on in a given day, week, or or quarter. But how much time, how much of your calendar is spent listening um, and going out and listening to to clients? Um, I think this is. This is a really, really good mirror moment for our salespeople uh, listening in. And, you know, sales professionals, we're, we're working in an organization, we're working towards um, our quota. And there are some things that feel beyond our control that can be sometimes frustrating. As I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of times, and I've looked at even my sales career, um, there's a su- substantial amount of time um, spent, uh, maybe wasted even playing cleanup on bad, uh, bad customer experience. And, and by the way, every leader listening in should take note because everyone goes, we need more productive, more productivity out of your salespeople. Well, how much time are they actually spending bad and cleanup on a bad customer experience? Um, you know, (laughs) I have to tell you that it just triggered something in my mind. I was just speaking at an event and there was a, 
like normal, there's all these providers mm-hmm. and vendors and salespeople on the floor. And I loved that this one company who has a really cool AI solution for contact centers, that they had what was called the unbooth. And they <laughs> had a sign, we don't scan your badge. And that was their approach <laughs> to not feel like, come in, I'm going to like clobber you, right. you know, and email you to have, like, that's the way to do it. So, mm. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm happy to say who it is. If, if, I don't know if you want me to be vendor agnostic, but, uh, but the company's Vistio and I saw in person how they had the unbooth. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. I love that. And, and I think this is where, you know, as salespeople, um, if you would just speak to the sales professional that's working in an organization, wants to be a positive force for growth and in, in, uh, improvement in this area in their company, what encouragement would you give to a salesperson that goes, yeah, I'm buying into this. Where do I get started in trying to help my company um, steer more in the direction of excellent customer experience? I'd say it's top down and bottom up. Mm. So you need the leaders to empower their people that when challenges happen, empower your people to make it right. That's important. You also need to support them. You need to make sure they feel valued because that drives their loyalty and their desire and their heart to their work. At the same time, you need to hire the right people. And I actually, when I hire people, I ask certain questions to make sure that they are really customer centric. And so hire the right people, train them, make sure they're just not hard sales, but really into relationship management. They've got the soft skills. And then they are out there in the field, like you said, listening, bringing back the pain points, the happy points to the internal teams that can do something about it. And then go back and tell the customer, I heard you. Here's Mm -hmm. what we're doing with it. That's how you build the rapport. And if price is relatively not that far off between Mm -hmm. two brands, guess who they're going to pick? One with the best experience. Bingo. I don't I don't pay yeah. double the price for the cup of coffee that I buy at the store here because I want to spend more. <laughs> I do it mm-hmm. because of the whole experience from end to end. Yeah, absolutely. What an amazing conversation, Stacy. And I know everyone listening in is thinking to themselves, how can I get more Stacy Sherman in my life? <laughs> <laughs> I I love the lingo to that. Can it be a bumper sticker? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, loved lovely. Um, yeah, doing cxright.com is a lot of free resources and my newsletter, sign up. You'll get a lot of tips and tricks and strategies from me. Um, and you can find me for advising. I have award-winning podcast as well. And Larry, you've been on my show. Yep, thank you. And um, and yeah, I mean, you'll find me speaking 
coming up with a book, working on a LinkedIn course that'll be uh, at the end of the year. So a lot of Stacey Sherman all over the place and love, love the interaction. So yes. Fantastic. Awesome. awesome. Stacey, so thanks for Stacey. being a guest. You're a true Selling from the Heart champion. We appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. Fantastic conversation. There are so many challenging moments, uh, a couple like mirror moments to look in the mirror and go, am I really going out? And am I really listening um, to our customers? Am I paying attention to what's going on? And this is this is something that's important for every single one of us. You know, absolutely. And and these are the things that I look back and I go, you know, salespeople, even frontline salespeople, you have the opportunity to change the course. And, and mm-hmm. I would just encourage salespeople out there and even leaders who haven't done this, right? This is the mirror moment. Let's just face it. Sometimes it happens. Spend time with your clients, your customers, however you refer to them and ask them, hey, what's a great experience look like? Walk me through it. Describe what it looks like. Help me understand this. You'll be surprised what some of y'all may learn. That's right. Well, thank you, everybody, for who's joined us today, for everyone listening in, liking, commenting, even reviewing the podcast that helps us spread this message of authenticity um, and trust right here in the sales profession we all love. And Larry, here we are. We're coming into a new year soon, and we have some exciting things. So stay tuned for some announcements coming up very shortly. And I just can't wait for all the things that are rolling out. Larry, this is so much fun having a front row seat to this movement of authenticity and trust right here in the sales profession. Oh, it's so good. It just warms my heart to see sales leaders and companies that just stand up and wave the flag around selling from the heart. And it's just, you know, it's been a journey. You've been with it. You know, you've been with me the whole time on this, Daryl. But it is, we're having a blast bringing selling from the heart to the forefront out in the business community. We sure are. And if you're listening in, you're part of it. We appreciate you. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep building trust, develop your customer experience, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.